What's going on, everybody? Leo Cannell here with the Seven Figures Club podcast. In today's episode, my friends, are you in the right damn business? This is an important question. We're going to really dig deep and unpack this because a lot of us do not understand it. And I want to help you avoid making the mistakes I made because when I was in the wrong business, it nearly drove me insane. It certainly drove me towards bankruptcy. And I'm going to talk about why carefully choosing the right business and the right industry based on your skill set, doing the right position, can be the difference between success and wealth or failure and insanity. So let's get started. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right. Hope you guys are having a great, great uh, December as we're rolling into the end of 2020. This podcast uh, should be out uh, somewhere around uh, the second uh, middle middle week of, of December, somewhere in that uh, neighborhood. And December is always an interesting month, pretty much from about uh, you know the week of Thanksgiving until maybe the second week of January. There's kind of a six, seven week lull there for a lot of businesses and for a lot of people where they take their foot off the pedal. They get into lazy mode. The average person gains like five or six pounds of fat from overeating. There's just a lot of unfortunate things that seem to happen. And it's very sad. People start uh, arriving at the office a little bit later. They're not pushing very hard. They, They don't put in the extra effort to resolve the customer or the strategic partner's concerns about working together. And everything is, oh, yeah, we'll we'll tackle that in 2021. Yeah, we'll work on that next year. And by the time they actually finally get back into the swing of things, mid to the end of January, they've almost lost two, two and a half months of momentum, of sales. And so for our company, Seven Figures Funding, we are 100% focused on finishing 2020 strong, on maintaining our momentum, our goals, and going into 2021 with even more momentum. And the thing I'm excited about is we've got some people on our team that are incredibly hungry, you know, like the the pandemic uh, made it difficult for them. A lot of them are new. We're just training them up and they're ready to make some money. They're ready to help some people. They're ready to take care of their family. And I'm excited to empower them with the tools in our programs to be able to help a lot of people, including themselves, to build their dream you know, their dream career, their dream business, their dream life, etc. And, and that's something we work at not only with our team in, inside, but also with our, uh, our referral partners. And we've got a massive uh, group of, of 700, almost 800 uh, funding partners that we work with across the country that use our, our funding uh, software and so forth. And that number's growing every day. So, so in today's topic, I wanted to talk about, you know, choosing the right business. I want you to ask yourself, are you in the right business? And I think there's two things that you want to look at in making sure that you're in the right business and the right industry. And the the first one is kind of understanding who you are. 
and being very self-aware and being very honest with yourself about what you're good at and what you're not good at. And so, for example, you know, maybe you're that IT tech person and, and you're working on an application and, and you're good at that, but you know you're not great with with uh, people and you're not great with uh, biz dev and strategic partnerships that are going to be able to really get your product out there in the right hands and so you might need to bring in a business partner or some some sales and biz dev people that can kind of fill that void of what you know you're not great at and so that's super important to keep in mind like what is it you're good at what are your superpowers and are you utilizing your time each day where you're getting the most out of your superpowers your abilities and bringing other people and building a team around the weaknesses that you don't possess so that you can you know build the business and sometimes some of us are you know pretty good at a lot of things and then that's even worse because then we don't actually get around to building the team we don't let go we don't delegate we don't empower and that just slows down our entire growth so the first thing you've got to realize is who are you and what are you good at and you've got to be able to make that assessment you know pretty quickly and pretty clearly as as time goes by and as time does go by it becomes even more clearly so that's the first part and the second part of it is choosing a business that has great opportunity that hopefully is going to be able to increase a business where there's demand and and hopefully a business not hopefully but for sure you want to choose a business that uh, even if a pandemic hits, a recession hits, a slowdown hits, that no matter what, your business is actually going to be just as busy and hopefully even busier when something like that happens. So obviously, if you're in the hospitality you know, business or, or restaurant uh, business or hotels or you know, some of these... Uh, some of these entertainment uh, businesses, movie theaters, you know that's not a pandemic-proof industry, and that's going to really struggle. And so if you're in that type of industry, you probably want to start reconsidering you know, where the right industry would be that's going to do well in good times and bad times. Now, uniquely, you know, during this period, real estate has uh, continued to stay hot, and a lot of people have you know, realize they can kind of work from home and they're thinking more about being at home. And so that's been unique. And, and I don't know if that will continue, but I do remember in 08 and 09 when I was heavily invested into real estate and had a mortgage company and everything came crashing down and values and real estate wasn't selling and, and mortgage companies, so many of them went out of business. That was when I realized that that particular business, at least at that time, was definitely not going to be a recession proof business and so I had to carefully you know make that decision what what kind of business is going to be recession proof and fortunately my homework and everything paid off and the business funding industry and the space that we work in is actually busier and has more demand than ever because during bad times like we're going through right now businesses need funding they need options they need credit lines to survive and hopefully in the future thrive and, and grow. And during good times, they still need capital and money to expand, to 
get that equipment, to take the next step, and, and so forth. And so, with that said, those are the two things you want to you want to take into account, right? Am I in the right business? An industry that has a you know opportunity to grow and take market share and expand. It's not in an industry that's going to be disrupted and taken down. Or if it is, it's an industry that I'm going to disrupt with my unique abilities, with my unique software, with everything that I'm putting together. And so that's what you've got to understand. And then once you understand that, like I talked about at the beginning, who are you, what is it you're really good at, and what are your superpowers, and are and is that translating to what you do well and the industry you've chosen, and is that a good match and a good fit? And sometimes we've got to be aware and move on to the right industry and the right position and the right you know, business type. And if we don't, we're going to suffer a lot of pain. So let me give you an example. And there's kind of a fine line, right? There's this line where you're like, oh, man, is this the right industry? Do I just need to grind it out and I'm going to come out on the other side? Or am I in the wrong industry for what my talents are and my strengths and the type of business that, that's actually not going to do well you know, during a pandemic, during a slowdown, etc.? And so those are the things that you have to access. So, for example... After I moved on from real estate, I started to get heavily involved into online trading, foreign currencies, and that type of thing. And and I made a lot of mistakes in that business and really tried to fit a square peg that I was into a round hole that was that type of business industry and really suffered. And it was weird because in 08, you know, this recession is hitting hard, mortgage companies are going out of business. And it was a unique time because the U.S. dollar was strengthening. And so I was following these strategies and I actually made a ton of money trading. I was making tens of thousands of dollars a month and uh, just crazy returns on trading currencies. And so my next thought was all I, I just need to do is get more capital and, and start some companies, some joint ventures and, and, uh, and uh, build this thing up. And that's what I was thinking. And then as uh, time went on, I started to realize that actually my, uh, I, I was good at the technical you know, analysis of some trading strategies, but overall I was not a great trader. It was not in my core strengths. What I was good at was sitting down with people and convincing them that this was going to be a great business. So I was great at you know, explaining complicated financial things and making it simple and making it make sense for for a lot of people and customers and clients. And so I, I really toiled in that that business for about, you know, three almost almost a good four years. Let's call it four years, and wasted significant amounts of time and and the bottom line was I didn't generate the sales. I should have realized after a year to 18 months, like if the sales are just not generating, clearly this isn't a good fit for my talents and my strengths and this isn't the right industry for me and maybe it's not the right industry right now. And as you've seen a lot of things like uh, an E-Trade and and Robinhood and some of these financial apps, like that was actually what I should have been working on, right? Not trying to do the old school way of manage people's money and try and be profitable, which is a very difficult industry, but why not create software and strategies and 
give kind of the here's the shovels for you to go dig for gold in the trading world and that's what I should have been doing should have been doing a Robin Hood app should have been doing a wealth management credit management type application software that's where the opportunity was and I didn't realize it and that's what I should have been working on and then my sales skills and meeting with people and and uh, breaking things down very logically to make easy sales decisions like that's where my strengths were that's where I should have been and that eventually led me to the business funding space where I, I love you know breaking down complicated numbers and explaining them in a very clear way to help people get the best financing to grow their dream business to make a great return on the money and so that that and then that was the type of business I could really train people on and inspire people on and write a book on and and uh, and create a podcast. All these different things came from choosing the right industry. But for the years that I was not in the right industry, boy, wasted a lot of time, a lot of money, and that was a big learning experience. And so, if you're in a space, an industry, a career where you're realizing, number one, your income's not going up, your sales and revenue is not going up, maybe what you're the the angle that you're working on in that industry is being disrupted and the opportunity isn't in that space and you've got to innovate and create an application, a software, a tool, something that's going to be, be able to help a lot of people. And of course, if you help a lot of people, you can help help yourself make a lot of money and build a very profitable, productive business. So, so that was my story of how being in the wrong business, I mean, it, it literally drove me insane. And and there were so many things outside of my control. And then I would have other people that uh, I would pay to manage trading accounts. And they would screw up and, and lose tons of money for me. And that was not where I wanted to be. So great learning experience. Get out of that. And now carefully choosing the right business is the difference between wealth and failure. And so as I start to assess, you know, all right, is this business funding space, you know, how is it going to do well in bad times versus good times? In good times, I could see people needed money to grow. They needed money to expand. Okay, now what's going to happen in bad times? And as I went through and did the research and the study, I mean, I remembered it. I remembered it personally. 0809 happens and... If you know how to get funding and financing for a business, you're in you're a you're in high demand. You're a rare commodity, not not a commoditized industry that uh, you know like gas that people are fighting for tooth and nail for small margins. But oh, you can help me get money. Well, I'm willing to pay you well so that I can get funding and stay in business. And, and, and so I'd gone through that, and, and I remember paying thousands of dollars to get access to corporate credit programs, and, uh, and these people had answers that I needed, and there was this constant struggle. How can I get financing and funding to get this new business idea? And so as I started to do that for myself and for people, I'm like, well, there's a need here. And not only is there a need during good times, but I know it's going to increase even more in bad times. And during bad times, it might be a little bit more difficult for me. Lenders will go out of business. It might take some extra effort, but the demand will be there and and will do well during bad times and that's been that's been what's happened you know there was initial step back here in the business funding space as we saw some adjustment and programs and a few lenders go out of business and then new ones popped up and demand increased and away we went and uh, it's been an awesome ending to 2020 for our business we're fortunate but it's not by chance i had done the research i had done 
the homework. I had lived through the previous recession, and I knew this space was going to be one that was going to get even busier during bad times, but of course, do great during good times. And so that's exactly what's happening. So that's what you've got to assess. Are you choosing an industry, a space that's going to keep you busy during the bad, difficult times? And that's what you want to be you know, assessing as you make that decision of what industry to be in. And then once you've decided the industry you want to be in, well, what part do you want to play? Are you going to be an entrepreneur? Are you going to start that business? Are you going to be an entrepreneur and you know go work for an organization that can give you opportunities to use entrepreneurial tactics, to grow markets, to create programs and, and sales products and services to disrupt and to change, uh, change things and, and create something special and you want to do it without having to risk your own money in an established company or a startup that's growing and you don't have to be the number one. Uh, guy or gal there, you can be the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth, fifteenth, twentieth person and still come out and make a fortune a lot more than all those number one entrepreneurs who started businesses but never created something that really, you know, took off and it grew, grew, grows and expands. And so, so those are the things to assess. And and sometimes it's uh, you know choosing a career that's maybe in in sales or I mean wh- wherever it is where your strengths are. That doesn't mean that you're not improving weaknesses and and consistently constantly learning. But at the end of the day, you have to know who you are and be self-aware of what you're good at, what you're not good at, and then build on those strengths and make sure you're in the right role with your company or you know, the right uh, business and, and launching it in, in the best way possible. So that, my friends, is today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you take action. Take time today and tomorrow and this week to kind of assess you know where you're at and and whether you're in the right business and if you're in the right business that you're approaching it the right way and if you do that you're going to see a lot of success are you looking for more seven figure secrets content or even how you can launch your own recession proof business then check out sevenfigures.com that's the digit seven f-i-g-u-r-e-s.com where we share more videos stories strategies funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.